long story short, he was just like, oh, you're Asian. That's one strike. Number two, I just came from uh, New Jersey. And apparently there's like a good amount of uh, in- infection being spread in New Jersey. So that, like, that's two, two strikes. Get the F out of my store, man. Yeah. Yo, tell us about the story with the phone call. That was hilarious. It was the same guy. It was the same guy. <laughs> He's like, Jeff, don't forget to call me next week. But if you do, uh, please wear a face mask. <laughs> We're live in three, two, one, action. Yeah. Awesome. What's up, guys? And a very, very happy St. Patrick's Day. Thank you for spending this day with us. Of course, I'm Jeff, and you're hanging out with Annie and James, too. Say hello, guys. Hey, guys. Hello, hello. This is the second episode of Bit Donculus, and today we're going to be learning about the history of St. Patrick's Day. So what do you guys think about the holiday? It's very green. Lots of drinking. And We're all wearing green today. Jameson Irish whiskey. Some Guinness. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just an excuse to drink. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day. Let's get hammered. Did you know St. Patrick? His real name is not even Patrick. His name's Maywin. M-A-E-W-Y-N. I, I think he was British, if I'm not mistaken. So I looked up Maywin. It says, um, if it's Welsh, it means white. But I'm sure he's white anyway. But in English, the win means friend. Mm-hmm. Um, his name's not Patrick, number one. Number two, the guy's not even Christian either. He's known as the patron saint of Ireland, but we already said he's not Irish. He was born in this place called Bonaventa Bernia. Probably said that wrong. Um, <laughs> there was a town in Roman Britain, and we celebrate this guy who brought Christianity to Ireland. He wasn't a believer until he got captured by Irish pirates when he was 16 years old. That kind of motivated him to convert to Christianity. Well, and they had uh, pirates back in the day too? According to lifehacker.com, yes. <laughs> Did they wear the whole eye patch with the, with the one, one foot that's wooden and say, our yeah, and the bandana, but the bandana was green. In the past, Ireland was not Christian at all, and they didn't really accept Christianity, but they believed in the, the number three. Number three was, was a very magical number. So he used that to talk about the Holy Trinity and the shamrock. The shamrock was a metaphor for the Holy Trinity. It represents the Father, the Son, or the Holy Spirit. The four-leaf clover doesn't play into this. No, that's the holy quadruple. Because I remember when I was a kid, I, I would like, you know, go into the go to the park and look for four-leaf clovers and you know, bring me luck. I picked a handful in my childhood. Going back to the story, there's a point that I missed out on. So when he was enslaved and he was working at a shep- as a shepherd, um, he was in northeastern Ireland. And that was where he picked up the language and the culture, you know, before he tried to go back to Britain. The problem is St. Patrick or St. Maywin, whatever you want to call him, was very, very bad at escaping. And he was captured again by the French. Oh, God. Where does the leprechaun play in? Do you guys have any, like, interesting facts about the leprechaun? They hide gold. Um, the legend of the leprechaun states that these fairies hail from Ireland, where they make shoes and wreak havoc on unsuspecting humans. Oh, so they're like uh, little troublemakers. 
Yeah, and they came from the Irish term leaf brogan. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but the meaning is a shoemaker. Other theorists believe that the the term comes from Lucarmon. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly either, which means pygmy, and um, it's just people who are unusually short. Let me apologize to all the Irish people out there. We're butchering all these terms and names. The fairies or the leprechauns, they put a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow and the leprechauns are guarding it. And we wish everyone a happy St. Patty's Day and luck finding a pot of gold. Find the leprechaun and then we we'll have to them. fight. Well, no, we can't fight them. We we'll have to we gotta like... drink with them. Drink Irish whiskey <laughs> and beer. And then I'll make them your friend and then follow them to the pot of gold, wherever they hit it. Mm. This is spotting a leprechaun uh, brings good luck. Just give me the gold. But the mischievous creatures will cunningly try to entice humans with riches only to snatch it away at the end. If you're wondering why we wear green on St. Patrick's Day, aha! It goes back to the Irish Rebellion, color associated with St. Patrick's Day, also known as Feast Day was um, actually blue. Yes, they're colorblind, right? So during the <laughs> war in, in 1798, they sang songs like the wearing of the green. They were actually wearing blue, but because of the songs that they sang, now everyone wears green. This holiday is just so weird. First of all, the guy's <laughs> name not, is not even Patrick. I mean, I guess Saint Maywin would, would sound really weird. Happy Saint Maywin's Day. He's not Christian. And he was probably wearing blue the entire time. He's not even Irish. The holiday is being celebrated all over the world in the U.S., Great Britain, Canada, Argentina, Argentina, Australia, New Zealand, Switzerland, Russia, and even throughout Asia. Dude, this guy, this guy, Saint Maywin, got around. Probably got captured by the British, escaped, got captured by the French, escaped, got got captured by Canadians, escaped. And then he just he just made his way around the world. So that leprechaun could be hiding everywhere. Now we're just making stuff up. His real intent was uh, to spread uh, St. Patrick's Day. Even though his name's not even Patrick. <laughs> well, he changed it to, Pat- what is it, Patricius? Patricacus. Patricius. Yeah, we're, we're butchering it. Leith Brogan. Why all the drinking then? So part of it is historical subtext, part of it is advertising, and a lot of it is stereotyping. (laughs) (laughs) Originally, St. Patrick's Day or Feast Day saw the lifting of Lent restrictions. So if you guys heard of it, it's like Lent, I'm giving up meat for Lent, I'm giving up drinking for Lent, right? It was a day to eat and drink as much as you please in celebration. So going back to what James said, it's just another reason to drink. In the 1970s, St. Patrick's Day, you know, drinking was very frowned upon. But in the 20th century, Budweiser made a marketing push to convince people that St. Patrick's Day was a day to drink, drink beer and get drunk. So, yeah, it's all marketing and it's all money. God bless America. <laughs> Two fun facts that I also found for St. Patrick's Day. Number one. They have a practice of dyeing the river green in Chicago, which was started in 1962. So mm. city officials, uh, they would dye part of the Chicago River green. And what? I, I think they do this every year. Also for St. Patrick's Day, 
um, people eat a lot of corned beef and cabbage. And the reason is because back in the day, they were, they were so poor, they couldn't afford certain meals. So that was the best meal that they could afford. So it kind of became a staple over time. Wow. Yo, I'm looking at the Green River. Yeah, that looks right? kind of freaky in a way. But cool at the same time. Like, I, I hope it's good for the environment. Uh, let me pull it up so you guys can take a look. That, pull it up. Yeah, oh my this is goodness so green maybe it's photoshop like no i love how you just google green river st patrick's Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, oh wow so this, is, this is them dumping it dumping oh my green. god Yo, that looks like toxic waste that does not look good <laughs> but really look cool really why? So green. Check this out. Unfortunately, <laughs> the dye that was intended to help spot pollution was an oil-based fluorescent that many environmentalists oh, no. warned was actually damaging the river even more. After fierce lobbying, eco-minded heads prevailed. And in 1966, the parade organizers began using a powdered vegetable-based dye. Thank goodness. I'm sure everyone knows, but you know, there's also a parade in Manhattan, Fifth Ave. From 49th to 79th Street on Tuesday, March 17th. Um, March 15th at the annual Irish Arts Center. They're having a book day. IAC, short for Annual Irish Book Arts Center, will establish a dozen pop-up book day stations around the city and distribute free, that's right guys, free books by Irish writers. And then you can check out um, IAC social media, for book station locations and distribution will start at 8 a.m. Oh, yep. So there's actually a couple of museums in the city too. There's a tenement museum. Visitors can explore the apartment of the 19th century Irish immigrants. There's also the merchants. That sounds really cool, actually. And then there's also Merchants House Museum, which is the oldest intact family house in the city and offers you to walk back in time to the life of the Treadwell family who, there, who lived there in the 19th century. That's the story of St. Patrick's Day, guys. Oh, one more thing, guys. Uh, family-friendly event, Saturday, March 14th. Um, there's, you can go to the annual St. Patrick's Open Day at the Irish Art Center in Hell's Kitchen. And then beginning at noon, kids can experience a traditional Irish sealy, some sort of food, <laughs> and <laughs> an event full of folk dances, music, story storytelling, face painting, arts and crafts, interactive experiences with Irish instruments and language. So I think that would be pretty pretty cool for little kids to do for all you uh mom and dads out there <laughs> that's cool pretty interested <laughs> in trying irish food uh cabbage and corned beef cabbage and corned beef but you don't need to you don't need to wait till saint patrick's day to have that we can have that tomorrow if you really want it yeah you eat the cabbage and i'll eat the corned beef you can have both. But there's also shepherd's pie. Whoa, they have dumplings? Dumplings. Where do you see dumplings? Right there. Oh, right here. There. 
Guinness beef stew with cheddar herb dumplings. Mm, dumplings. Yeah, I feel like every culture has their own version of dumplings. They just don't call it dumplings. Yeah, no. No. Like ravioli kind of look like wontons. <laughs> yeah, the empanadas look like uh, oversized dumplings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Anyway, guys. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I hope you guys learned something. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope um, we didn't butcher stuff. We we're definitely sorry if we did. We definitely did. All right, we're, we are very sorry. We're, we apologize. Seriously, guys, enjoy yourselves. There's a lot of fun stuff to do. If you're in the uh, New York City area, um, James mentioned Saturday, you can bring your kids out to the art center. You get free books. Uh, there's the parade. And uh, if you're in Chicago... Make sure you check out the green dye in the river and uh, tag us. We would love to see that. We'd love to hear from you guys. That is episode two of Bitdonculus, guys. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patty's Day. Happy St. Patty's. Bye-bye.